Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura. I love you, Bear. This is episode 23 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to discuss gay advice. The following was voted as the best gay advice for gay guys found on Reddit. We're going to discuss each one. Do not fall for a straight guy. Okay, you didn't say that the way they wrote it on Reddit, though. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Do not fall for a straight guy. I think that's important. I don't think I've ever done that. But I can see that that would be just a huge disaster. Yeah, I yeah, I'm, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, it's kind of a chasing an unavoidable prize. Or I mean, there's no way it's it's something you're never going to get. So has that ever happened to you? No, no. But I I've never. It's never crossed my mind. I mean, it just it. I'm trying to think of the right term that I'm trying to use or, or, or description. It's uh, it's just something that's not attainable. Uh, wives strive for something that it's, it, like I said, it's just not attainable. So there's, it's yeah, it's great advice. <laughs> so I do remember in grade school, uh, there was a guy, I think his name was Larry, that I wanted to be friends with. And... I don't think his parents allowed that for some reason. Hmm. Had nothing to do with being gay, I I guess, because, I mean, I I was young. I I didn't didn't know what sex or love was. Uh, I just knew that there was this guy that I wanted to be friends with, and his parents didn't didn't want that. Hmm. I mean, how old were you when this happened? I was in grade school, so it would have had to have been after third grade, before. Oh, so you were grade. real young then. Yeah, really young. Hmm. That's that's wonder why. I don't know. There's probably some backstory there that I have no idea. Probably some religious cult or something. <laughs> well, I went to a Catholic parochial school. Oh, that's a religious cult. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one. Communicate and don't assume that you are on the same page or that anything should be considered common sense and shouldn't be addressed. Yeah, the key term in there is uh, common sense. You've heard me say it before. uh, There's no such thing as common sense. Common sense isn't all that common anymore. So, no, I think uh, that's a really good statement because, yeah, I mean, like... You know, another old thing is assume, don't make an ass out of you or me. So, communication's key to any situation, no matter what. So, I mean, how do you feel about it? I agree that communication is is good, but I think what they were trying to say in that statement is that what one person considers common sense, the other person may not have even thought of. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to have boundaries in your relationship, they need to be pretty much written out. 
you can't you can't just say well i wouldn't do that because you know it's just common sense that i I wouldn't do that to my partner and you you just can't assume that what you commonly think to be true that the other person does yeah yeah that's why communication is key both ways kind of like an open freeway for lack of a better term but yeah i but you know in any kind of situation i think communication is key when a straight guy is being nice to you it doesn't automatically mean he wants to have sex with you so many straight guys i i think well well, let me go back i i'm using the word straight because that's what people understand. I don't like that word straight. I tend to call people heterosexual because when I was in Boy Scouts, well, you know, one of the tenets of Boy Scouts was to be morally straight, which seems sounds to me like a superior kind of thing. And I don't think heterosexuals are superior to us in any way. But that said... When a straight guy is being nice to you, it, it doesn't mean you know, that he's giving you any kind of implied consent. And I, I don't really know why any gay guy would, would think that. Yeah, I mean, just because someone's nice to you, I mean, that's just because someone's being nice to you doesn't mean it has sexual undertones in any situation. I don't care if it's a guy, girl. I mean, it's. So, yeah, just because, quote-unquote, the guy's straight. Yeah, uh, yeah, just that's just a bad deal all the way around. It kind of goes along the lines, like, uh, when you hear heterosexual men, like, the ignorant ones, when they're, you know, they think all gay men find them attractive. I think we have a, se- a, a, a section on that later. Oh, okay. So I won't delve into that then. But, yeah, it's... Uh, it's 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 ridiculous actually to to think that it just because someone's being nice to you that they want to have sex with you. Like I said, it's ridiculous. I do see some evidence that straight men do that to women, though. They're they're extra nice to women who they find attractive and they think they might have a shot with, or even if they don't, and they're pretty much awful to everyone else. Mm, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty broad blanket statement, though. I mean, that's a, you basically just said that all straight men are assholes. <laughs> so I guess you shouldn't just limit that to straight men. Yeah, of course. Just because he's screwing you doesn't mean he loves you. <laughs> that's absolutely true. That's where I think people kind of get... Uh, Gay men basically, in my opinion, view sex as a leisurely activity. It's supposed to be fun, and, you know, there can be a loving relationship behind that. Just because you're having sex does not mean that there's love behind that action all the time. Uh, I think that's a completely different kind of relationship. I think you compared it to bowling one time. Yeah. It's an activity that people can enjoy together. So, yeah, just because you're banging doesn't mean that person loves you by any means. Um, so I think you probably agree completely with that, too. I mean... Yeah, and I think some gay men kind of have to learn that the hard way. Well, yeah, I, I think 
you know, life's full of lessons, no matter what it is. From, you know, to doing work, to growing up, to gaining wisdom. It's, it's, life is a constant lesson. So, yeah, but some, it takes a while to, uh, for some to learn than others. So. There was a guy who I counseled on the game formation line. Um, he was married, had several daughters, had figured out that he was gay and knew that he needed to get out of that marriage situation. And he's a really nice guy. We, we eventually met years later, sort of in an activist situation. But I remember thinking at the time, the first guy who shows him any kind of attention, he's going he's gonna to glom onto. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah. The, the first guy that he had sex with, he fell in love with. Yeah, well, the guy was probably, I don't know, I don't know his particular situation. He was probably lonely. Uh, probably felt like he was living his first true self. And then, I don't know, it's kind of like, probably felt like puppy love to him. Well, real love, but it's kind of like, for lack of, like, keep saying lack of a better term. Sorry. Um, it was kind of like puppy love. You know, I think everybody's gone through that when they're younger. You know, it's the end of the world and that person doesn't reciprocate. It's know. just that heterosexuals learn that a lot earlier than we do. Well, yeah, because so many, I mean, look at that guy. I mean, he already was, what, married with kids and everything like that. So it was a whole new world to him. So... Yeah, he probably had to learn that lesson. I don't know how old he was, probably in his 30s, 40s, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lesson that he, well, probably nowadays, he's probably, you know, it's so much easier to come out, but a lesson that he should have probably learned in his early teens <laughs> to teenage years was learning again at a much later date. Yeah, I don't think heterosexuals have to find. Uh, sexual security the way we do. What do you mean by sexual security? A acceptance that that dating and a relationship will lead into something permanent. Gay people don't get that right away. Maybe it's a little different now, but w when I grew up, just meeting someone was, was a big deal. And oh, it wasn't I'm, assumed that it was that your goal was to have a a relationship in the end. Hmm. So you think it's just easier now because it's uh, um, people are more willing to come out of the quote unquote closet. Yeah, I think uh, I, I would. So I would it's say it's not as shunned is. as it used to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that. All right. Don't even begin to crush on someone unless you know for a fact that you have a chance. This will save you a lot of heartbreak. Very true. I, I don't think I could express it any better than it, than it was written there. Really? So, so like, well, I don't know. I, I guess I'm looking at it as you always have a chance. I mean, unless obviously the guy's straight. That's how I'm kind of reading it. So, I mean, you might be surprised... That you, and I'm not saying to become like a stalker, uh, you know, someone says no, they mean no, uh, but a friendship can build into something, into a romantic relationship. And I'm kind Does of Does that ever really work? 
in the gay I mean, community, it, it seems in like there is romantic comedies, but in real life, well, I mean, but like once gay- you have a friend type relationship, I don't ever see it going past that. Really, you like friends with benefits never work out and turn into like a real relationship. Well, I don't know any. Do you? Not personally, but I mean, I've heard about them. Well, I guess it's kind of like finding a unicorn, then I guess. But no, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I'm just kind of playing along the devil's advocate. But uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I think that would be like. I mean, there's. I, a f- I think that piece of advice is don't get your hopes up, and you know, unless you're pretty sure, it's it's not going to end up being uh, a happy ending. Yeah, not a fruitful endeavor. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, so I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I, I could play both sides of that really, because I mean, because that'd be like you know. I mean, unless it was just concrete, definite, no chance in hell. Yeah, that's great advice. But I mean, what happens if there's that one little spark and it turns into something? Well, the universe is stranger than we can possibly know. But I think that's good advice for anyone. No, yeah, I I would agree. Like I said, I was just kind of playing devil's advocate. Always keep good people and friends in your life. A good friend is worth so much. A great friend is worth their weight in gold. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Humans are social beings, and so you need companionship, even if it's not like, uh, you know, either through friendship or a loving relationship. But yes, true, true friends are very, very hard to find. I, 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 when I was younger, I heard that, you know, if you can count a handful of a handful of people, basically five people, if you have more than a handful of people that you can count as friends, you're a truly lucky person. Because most people can't count five people that they would would do anything, any point, no matter what. Hands down, a lot of people can't say they can do that. There's a difference between friends and acquaintances. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people, but I don't know any right now that I would ask to bail me out of jail. Not even me. <laughs> well, I, I'm talking about friends, not lovers. Yeah. And you just don't know how long somebody's going to be around. Yeah, things change. People move away. People die. People die? All the time. But... No, I, I do think, though, that a great friend is really worth their weight in gold. Some very, very dear friends. And then I have more acquaintances than I, I care to, to be honest with you. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, true friends are very, very hard to find. And that leads right into the next one. Okay. If you only make friends with potential sexual partners, you will miss out on many amazing relationships. Very true. Don't write somebody off just because you in, you didn't have sex with them. They they could end up being a very good friend. Mm-hmm. Most my dear friends are female, so I'm not going to be sleeping with any of them anytime soon. So <laughs> I never viewed them as sexual partners. So yeah, that's that's just kind of you know that that statement uh, pretty much just nails it on the head. And, uh, and I think it's more important for gay people to to realize that I, I 
don't know that it's as prevalent with heterosexuals, but with gay men, it's kind of like, if you don't want to have sex with me, then you're out of my life. Yeah. You, you yeah. see that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's not a compliment when someone says, you don't look gay, and you should never take it as one. Well, I, I don't know. I've If I had a nickel for every time I've heard that, I, I, well, I wouldn't be a rich man, but I'd have extra money in my pocket. I don't take it as an insult, necessarily. I think it's just, uh, it comes from a place of ignorance, because... I don't know, people have these stereotypes where people are supposed to look and act a certain way, especially amongst the heterosexuals believe that about gay men. And then, you know, and then it doesn't help that even the gay community kind of proliferates the term gaydar. You know, oh, my gaydar was off. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I've heard that in the past quite a bit. Have you ever had any kind of experience with that? Almost every time you look at a gay dating app. Now, I granted I haven't seen one in a while, but um, yeah, if you did, we'd have to talk. <laughs> you see, people say uh, they want guys who are straight acting only, mm-hmm. and that—that's such an underhanded, deceitful thing to say. Well, and with straight acting, uh, straight acting means that they have sex with women. And um, I, you you wouldn't want a gay partner like that. No, it's I mean, key. if you truly wanted them straight acting, they wouldn't have sex with you. Yeah, but no, I was I was just just you know what, what is straight acting? I mean, that's just kind of. Uh, I mean, are they saying that they don't want a feminine acting man? It, I mean, I don't know. I guess that's a, that's how I always took it. You you also see in those apps people write no fats or fems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are not the ones that you bring up and and look at more details on. Yeah, those are the a, ones you just skip over. It's a pass. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of those. I mean, then they use like the no, no drugs, stuff like that too, which is good. That's common sense. Yeah, that's I, common I sense. Guess. But it's sad that people actually have to put that in there. Good point. Um, I go to a lot of museums, and I see museums that say, do not touch the exhibits, and you shouldn't need a sign that says, don't touch the exhibits. As you said, common sense isn't so common. When was it, like last year when that guy picked up his kid when we were at Tanganyika and lifted it over the fence, and the monkey ran away, thank God, but literally could have reached across and grabbed that. I mean, the kid must have been maybe three years old. And dad thought it was so cute. But me and you, like, I think the hair on the back, on the back of my neck just stood up because I could just see, like I said, thank God the monkey ran away, but he could have hurt the kid. And then the monkey probably had been euthanized because of how stupid the dad was. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. So common sense, no, isn't very common. Especially our former president, and to get back to the subject, he recently, uh, in a, a some kind of a rally, somebody said that they were gay, and he turned around and made a big deal about saying, you don't look gay. Really? I didn't hear about that. Uh, horrible. Um, maybe that person took it as a compliment, but I wouldn't. Um, I mean, that that's 
you, you don't lift yourself up by putting other people down. No, but I mean, and that's a very underhanded compliment. So okay, so you, so you think it's a negative when people say you don't look gay? Then I think it's negative to the people who they think do look gay, mm-hmm. like it's a terrible thing to to look gay, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe next time I hear that, I should just look at them and say, "Well, you didn't look stupid either." <laughs> <laughs> But no, I've, I've, you know, back to it. I, I, I've just heard that so many times. And I, I guess, I guess because there's people out there that really think that all gay men are feminine acting and pretty boys. So they're not used to meeting bears. But I mean, the, the gay community also likes to conify and put things in boxes. I mean, you have like bears and otters and twinks and femmes and whatever just happened to being a gay man. They, you know, want to be tagged and labeled they you know they they shouldn't say they i i I, you know i guess like you know we consider ourselves bears but i guess i don't really necessarily fit the profile of a bear because i'm i'm not per se heavier on that side i'm rather you know thin so i guess but you know in the in the economy and definition of a bear i'm supposed to be an older heavier set hairy guy but, I, you know, I guess it's whatever you identify as. And sometimes it'll fool you. Um, sometimes you can see a really hot bear. And as soon as you come up and introduce yourself and they open their mouth, chiffon comes out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't base it just on looks. Yeah. Okay. If you cheat, be prepared to be hated. For not just months, but for decades. True. Very true. And um, is that little moment of pleasure worth losing somebody's trust for decades? Mm -hmm. Trust is a key to any relationship. I don't think we need to say anything more about that, really. No. (laughs) Uh, The next one. Shit happens. Just get comfortable with it. Uh, nailed it. <laughs> I'm sorry, but shit does happen. I mean, and I think depends on how you react to it. Uh, makes the difference in the world. But you know, you know what shit happens is it's life. <laughs> That's <laughs> so. I don't think you took that as literally as it was meant. What do you mean? I think they're talking about sex here. Oh, I took it as shit just, okay, well, well, oh, yeah, I guess they're both, <laughs> well, I guess, covers both of that, though, then, I mean, it. okay, I see what you're saying now, sorry. Don't, don't go running from the room. Screaming. Just because something unexpected happened. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Although, I have to admit, I did do that once. You did? Yeah. The poor guy was mortified. <laughs> well, apparently you were too. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Uh, I just another lesson learned in a long, long life, I suppose. Yeah. When relating to older gays, remember that's going to be you sooner than you think. Oh, I can so identify with this. Not just well the 
somebody the other day said something about the the worst thing that can happen to a gay guy is gray hair. People need to have um, more respect for that because um, you're going to have gray hair someday too. Mm-hmm. And it's going to turn around before you know it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, aging is going to happen no matter what. It's, it's inevitable. Um, I'm proud of every gray hair that I have. I, I view them as of, uh, badges of honor, pretty much. I, I've earned those. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it's, but no, I, I mean, I've seen it. Being out when I used to go out to the bars and stuff like that, you would see these younger guys in the clubs and, you know, an older gentleman would walk up to them and, you know, just approach them for conversation or whatever. And you would see them scoff at them like. And roll their eyes. And roll their eyes like, leave me alone. Like, they, they were just so put off by them. And even the, you know, you know, I didn't know the guy, you know, their motives or anything like that. But even if the person was just trying to have a drink with them, they'd kind of roll their eyes and, and act like they could not be bothered. Or even worse, treat them like they're invisible, like, yeah, oh, like yeah. they don't even exist. Yeah. And you know what? It's going to come back and get them because, like, we, you know, they're going to age too. So, but, yeah, what goes around comes around. Don't bang your coworker or boss. Yes. <laughs> yes, you should? No, no. no. Should? Yeah, I'm saying don't. No, that's, that's just a bad idea. I don't know that I've ever seen an example of that in true in, in my own life. I've, I've never seen anything like that happen. Yeah, I, I've, either have I. I mean, I've never heard of it working out. They, they say, um, what's the expression? Um, don't shit where you sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It pretty much covers that, you know, because it's very true. Yeah, I just, I don't think anything would come of it. So if a relationship turns sour, you can move to another city or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, if it's somebody that you work with or work for, you're going to have to see them still every day after that. You can always get another job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything else to add to that? Or? No. If you see someone on Grindr, you don't mention in public that you saw them on Grindr ever. True. In fact... Back in my day, if you found out somebody was gay, you know, there was no grinder then, you didn't mention in public, especially in front of other people, that you knew that they were gay or that they were even hint that they were gay. Yeah, because you're you're basically outing them. Yeah, but I think in this case, it's more specific to that. It's kind of like uh, if they're on a dating app that they're less less moral or something well i think grinder isn't it pretty much they say it's a dating app but it does from what i know about it it's more of a a hookup yeah it's you know it's a wham bam thank you ma'am type of thing so yeah i I don't think that'd be good to go running around and pointing that out because it basically you're looking in the mirror too i mean you were on there for the same thing so, I mean, would you want someone putting your news all out there? I used to counsel people on the gay information line, and, and um, they would say, oh, I could never go to a gay bar. What if I saw somebody there that I knew? And I'd go, well, they're in the same bar you are. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't understand putting down people who are on a hookup app when 
the only way you would know that is if you were on there too. Yeah. 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 Don't throw stones at a glass house. This is not gay-specific, but consent. Not just regarding intercourse itself, but also every other specific action. Disclose kinks beforehand. What do you think of that? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to read it again. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, that's a pretty broad statement. Actually, I think it's a very narrow statement. And think I think so? they could have just said consent. Well, well, yeah, but I mean, they could have easily just said no means no. Definitely. But I mean, but you know, then they're throwing in kinks and non-vanilla act, you know, all that, you know. But yeah, I mean, this goes back to communication. Uh, but, you know, to sum it up in easier terms, no means no. It, you know, it doesn't matter if the person's chuckling or if they're dead serious. No means no. No, there's... It should be just no means no, period. Nothing else, no add, no but, you know, nothing. So, no. I, I think perhaps they're saying you meet somebody on a hookup app and you get there and there's a sling there and you had no idea there was going to be a sling there. You, you can't consent to something you don't know about. Mm, okay. Now, in the days when people met in bars, there was a lot of activities that would go on that were not consensual people would grab in places where they hadn't asked if they could before oh i think that still happens now me i may have accidentally done something like that once or twice before oh so you were a grabber (laughs) um If it was somebody that I knew really well, and I I suppose consent in the fact that I knew that they weren't going to be upset by it. Yeah, but you like you never walked up to a complete stranger and grabbed their cock. No, okay, not ever. No. Yeah, that's 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 good. I mean, there's there's uh, when I used to go to the bars, there was a time that I went down to one of the local gay bars, and I was there with a straight friend of mine, and. Some activities were taking place, and I came in and I introduced them, and you know, I, and I told the bartender, "I'm like, listen, he's a friend of mine. He's straight. Just you know, keep everything cool." It was it was like in the early evening, bar was in the crowd. Next thing you know, the bartender is behind my friend, and there's a, another man giving him oral sex right there. And they thought it was rather funny that they were standing right behind my friend, who was sitting at the bar. And I told my friend, I'm like, don't turn around. And but of course, he turns around and looks. But I, I got that bartender fired just because it was completely inappropriate. And I didn't, th- and I knew the, the owner pretty well. I didn't think it was, he wanted that kind of uh, image in his bar. It really pissed me off, too, because I, I, I felt like uh, my, I don't want to say trust was betrayed, but I, I don't know. It wasn't like, um, a bathhouse or anything like that. It was just a bar. It was a neighborhood bar, but it was a gay bar. And I just found it completely inappropriate. And I didn't want to get the bartender fired, but I, you know, I told the owner about it and he let the guy go because of it. Because it was just, it was completely inappropriate and unprofessional. So I don't know. People might disagree with that action, but I don't regret it. So you're saying that consent goes to what they see? I think both. I mean, it's, what about what they hear? Can, can somebody, can it be 
a violation of consent to say something to somebody that they don't agree with? I mean, there's, there's a fine, fine line there. I mean, but I mean, okay, you touch someone and it's unwarranted and unwanted. That could be, it can be considered assault. But even like, I guess words can be considered assault also. I mean, you, you were getting into kind of a gray territory there. Do you see what I'm saying? No, that, that's why I'm asking. I, I, I don't know. I guess if I, my thing is, if if it's something said, you can walk away. But if some, you're not being physically touched. But if someone grabs you, you your your space was invaded. You were groped or whatever. So yeah, that's that's a no go. I mean, saying something's one thing, but I think you're really crossing the line if actual physical action takes place. Yeah, and. You have to have some common sense. Don't don't just assume that somebody's going to be appreciative of your grope just yeah. just because you're there. Openly ask your man what gets him off. You'll be surprised. Very true. Especially when you when you make assumptions based on how they look of of what kind of person you think they will be in bed. Mm-hmm. You. You think all the bears are going to be tops and all the twinks are going to be bottoms, but it ain't always that way. No, yeah. You're, there's there's uh, some stereotypes that are just uh, ridiculous, like you said. I think in this particular statement, they're saying if you have a partner, you should ask what gets him off. Yeah, yeah. That's how I'm kind of taking it, too. And I mean, you know, I, in you know, I think an act of love, it's it's it should be mutually. You're both it's supposed to be enjoyable for both parties involved, in my opinion. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, and you, you could say we've been together forty years. We ought to know what he what what. But you're you evolve. Yeah, your wants and needs change. So you know. If you asked him that question 20 years ago, it was probably a different answer than it is today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you think you've applied enough lube, add more. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that that, that nails it on the head. Literally and figuratively, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think there could be a truer fact. (laughs) I, I think of everything that we've read um today i think that was probably going to be the number one best advice yeah i would agree with that <laughs> anything else to add to that no besides the lube <laughs> <laughs> all right dicks come in various shapes and sizes and they can all be amazing don't obsess about the size is the only thing that is important very true mm-hmm I don't know. I, I can't help but think I have a little bit more experience in this area than you do. Yes, you do. Probably vast knowledge <laughs> more than I do. Go um, on. I remember a Donlin cartoon. You probably don't even know what Donlin cartoons are. No, I don't. That, that's a very old gay cartoon. And there's one where a guy drops his pants and, and there's a a rather large penis that goes almost to to the floor and the other guy says um, I think I've decided I'm not a size queen after all 
<laughs> That's true. Yeah, well, there, you know, also, you know he, everyone's probably heard the term uh, grower, not a shower. True, and often the ones that are showers don't grow very much either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But they, you know, they, they all give pleasure. Mm-hmm. You, you just, just need to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's, that's a pretty accurate statement. Uh, just because we're gay doesn't mean we want to fuck you. That says it all. <laughs> so many heterosexual men, when they find out that you're gay, they automatically assume that, that, you're going to molest them. Yeah, like oh, you, yeah, the, you meet they, you immediately went in their pants, and yeah. then they're disappointed. When well, I, I they find out you don't. I'd be like, I'm not. I won't even fuck you with someone else's dick. <laughs> so yeah, get over yourself. <laughs> I think that may be because heterosexual men think that gay men are going to treat them the way that they treat women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that says so much more about them than it does about us. Oh, it us. does. It does. It's, it's, it's uh, it, yeah. Especially when you if you point it out to them, yeah, it, it's 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 a, it's like an aha moment for them. Like, holy crap! Uh, it could be a very good learning lesson for people who think that way. So it's uh, yeah, it's 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 you know, me being in the fraternity house uh, when I came out, I knew. That's some of the guys, without even saying it, I knew a lot of them were like, oh, my God, he must look at my dick when we're showering. It's like the furthest thing from the truth because I didn't find any of my fraternity brothers attractive at all. They were, they just, I didn't look at them that way. So, yeah. Here we go. Do not out anyone. Well, that seems like common sense uh, simply because... You don't know where that information's going to go and how it will affect them. I mean, if it goes to the wrong person, they could get beat up. Oh, yeah. I mean, or abused emotionally, if not physically. I mean, you've, I've read stories about people committing suicide because they've been outed before they were comfortable with it. Yeah, you do that, there could be some very drastic consequences. And just because you're comfortable with being out doesn't mean that they have taken the time, you know, to to get themselves to that same level. Mm-hmm. And, and coming out is a very personal thing. And there's always more people to come out to. Oh, yeah. Always. It never stops. I, you know, it's you start a new job. You, you know, you can be out. You know, I mean, you've been married 10 years and... You just started your job. You had to come out to people there. And, I mean, you've been openly gay for 40 years. Something like that. So. And that actually went a lot better than I thought it would. Really? A lot better than it did in my previous job. Really? Yeah. So everyone's been pretty accepting? Very much uh, to the point where when I talk about Kura and they say, who is Kura? I say, Kura is my husband. And to to anybody, yeah. And I love when I'm at work, and I'll be like, I'll say my husband, and I love when people. I hate saying this, but quote unquote straight people go, 
oh, that's cool. I'm cool with that. And I always look at him and said, I didn't ask for your permission. (laughs) (laughs) This was, this was a statement of the fact of my life. It wasn't, I wasn't asking, you know, for your approval. So, um, where I love the, well, that's cool. I have a a niece or a cousin or, you know, this and that who's gay. It's like, okay. It's like next thing you're going to turn around and tell me, Hey, I have someone who's gay. My family, do you know them? Like, it's a big club that we all hang out and we get, like, a ticket to. And a secret handshake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if a guy says no, don't touch his dick. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. No means no. <laughs> Especially when they say no. Yeah. Um, there, there do seem to be a few people that seem to think that no means I need to try even harder. Yeah. And and I think there's a special place in hell for those people. Yeah, yeah. It's just no means no. It's it's not it's not even a, a discussion point. It's, you know, we've covered that a few times in this. No. <laughs> so ask first before you send a dick pic. I I I suppose um, I can't really imagine you'd be in a situation where you would just randomly send a dick pic, especially your own dick. Yeah, it's not like waving to someone. (laughs) (laughs) If you're in a hookup app, I don't know if the permission is implied. I I don't really know the etiquette on that. We we met on a uh, hookup app, but I don't think there were any pictures like that exchanged in advance. I don't believe so. I mean, I, I think you did have a picture of your face, and, and I had several. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I... Yeah, I mean, that's not really my style either. I'm more uh, critical of myself. I guess I don't have the ego. Oh, you have nothing to be ashamed of in that area. Mm-hmm. Neither do you. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it just... Yeah. (laughs) I think queer people in general, but especially gay men, should know more about queer history. Absolutely. I think. I mean, mean, what do you think? There is a whole lot of sacrifice that went and was cultured by people who came before us Mm -hmm. and we stand on the shoulders of giants yeah and uh, every time you talk about history people trot out that old saying uh, those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat it i suppose they say that a lot because it's so true Mm -hmm. and I, i appreciate the the advances that came before because we could lose them Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially with... I think there's people in politics that would love to take away our marriage license. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we have to be aware of that and fight for a right to still be able to do that. And we need that history to learn from it. If you... If you really want to learn about the suffering that went on before, do a Google search for the words pink triangle. Oh, yeah. That's very eye-opening. 
very, very eye-opening. There's lots of good books on the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, never forget. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was kind of a low note to end on. Maybe we should have picked uh, one of the funnier questions or well, statements but for the, for the as last as always, we, we have your favorite joke of the week. So why don't you tell me that, and hopefully we'll end the, the show on a funny note. Okay. What should you do if you find your husband has started smoking? I don't know. What should you do? Oh, I think... You know, Use more lubricant. <laughs> I walk straight into that. <laughs> All right. This has been Gay Advice with Bear and Kura. This is Bear. And Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> you have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.